What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Gourmetita. Selena Gomez edition. All right. Shout out to Selena Gomez. I'm so sick of that same old love, too. I see she's going up into my Gourmetita with that pretty face. And that thickening up waist. I see you out there. All right. Anyway. Uh-oh. Somebody says they're 25. Hello. Oh, they're asking she's 25. I wonder why she said that. I'm like, why is she saying she's saying that? All right. Gordita. Yeah. Cute in the face, thick in the waist. This is our slow Tuesday in the building. And we got the greatest show back here on YouTube. Do me a favor. Strike that like button. For everybody watching me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and on the Notorious CGA channel and on Fakebook.com, where you can fake your entire existence. You can virtue signal away. Fakebook. I haven't been over there in a while. What's going on on Fakebook? All right. My whole family's like, this dude done dropped off the planet. I'm not in on Fakebook at all. All right. Listen, I, I'm in my own little world over here. Uh, people think I'd be in everybody else's world. I'd be in my own world. My whole family like, damn, okay, you got a little infamy on YouTube. You don't want to come over to fake book? Mm. <laughs> All right. Cannot stand fake book. All right, maybe it's the people that I follow. <laughs> you could fake your whole virtue signal, fakebook.com. Fake your whole personality on fake book. Do people still fake on fake book, by the way? Right. It's now a dating site. Oh, you can date on fake book now? I don't know, man. It was fake as hell, you know, right before like 2019, 2020, right at the beginning of 2020 when shit got weird. I had to skedaddle from fake book. I was like, oh, <laughs> miserable. Primer decline. That's we should bring back primer decline. If we have time, we'll do it. Anyway, we got a great show headed up today. We got a great subject, man. We got Joe Biden talking at Ric Flair ish. He didn't have a Ric Flair drip, but he's talking at Ric Flair ish. We're going to review that. A sister says she found her cheating boyfriend while swiping on Tinder. But there's a problem with that. All right. LeBron James tries to get summoned by a witch live during a basketball game. We have the footage in the junior colleges already Liddy allegedly in Davos as our world leaders. New, 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 new world order meet. And then we're going to get to the main event subject today. And this is it. This is why women really love you. See, that's the reason why I love you. You're my hot girl yeah <laughs> all right we're going to talk about that the only way women can really love you and nothing's changed with time anyway do me a favor to contribute today's show dollar sign cga live on the cash app Vimo, coach greg adams tv paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and add a spin to the top of the live chat in the free agent lifestyle channel and to hit me with the super chat new 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 world order Hit me over on the Notorious CGA channel. Well, I just dropped another video. I'm trying to do two videos a week over there on the Notorious channel. I just dropped in a video where I apologize. And that's been long overdue. If you want to check that out after the show, uh, I apologize to everyone. It's been due time. And so, uh, you know, I had to take this approach. It's been on my heart. You're my heart, girl. <laughs> Did I say doubles? Oh, man, they got me already. New, 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 new I see I'm freezing up over there. I'm freezing up. <laughs> Somebody said I saw the apology video. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, what, what's going on with my mouse? I see I'm frozen up over there. 
I'm frozen up on the free agent lifestyle channel, but the notorious channel, I seem to do be doing good. I don't know. Is it the internet? I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I apologize for 2004. That's what I did. Somebody says, turn on the super chats. <laughs> what? They're not turned on over there. Uh, what's going on over here? They got me. Nobody super chatted. <laughs> Somebody said hey, uh, the, it's on. Super chats are ready to go. I don't know what you do. What, what's going on over there? You can super chat if you like. Uh, let me see here. Let me know if you can't super chat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Somebody says you hating if you. Oh, you hating if you don't love me, man. Look, I don't even bother people around here. I love people, man. I love y'all. I love it here. We good. Okay. So listen. Let's get into today's show. Without further ado, did I tell you how to contribute to today's show? Yes, I did. I think I covered that base. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you that uh, this is the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, Coach Alini, the notorious one, CGA, and also Mr. Coach Alini and the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. We play a vital role over here for you men. And today we're going to talk about the only way a modern woman could love you. All right, let's get into today's show. You know what? I want to get into that Joe Biden thing before we acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. Oh, Jeff, the producer, says he's testing. Super chats are enabled over there. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, Joe Biden talking that Ric Flair shit. You know me, man. I wake up in the morning on my Ric Flair. <laughs> All right. And so let's give you an example of that Ric Flair-ish, what we talking about here. And, um, oh, you know what? You know what we didn't do? Before we do that, we got to do our, you know, pledge of Gordita. We got to do our Pledge of Gordita real quick. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. It's Tuesday. I got distracted. Our Pledge of Gordita. Question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no. She's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Though. Oh, it's more than the 10. Hey, that's our girl, Gordita. All right. Um, by the way, she's the type of girl to um, get on her knees and keep her glasses on. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Anyway, we got that out of the way. Let's get to that Ric Flair-ish. You know what I mean? I can't help it. I can't help but wait, but I can't help it. Let's get on our Ric Flair-ish real quick. And uh, we'll do this one first. This is the one you guys know. I'm like, this is how I be wake up in the morning. All right. I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. I can't help it. I can't help it. That I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. Yeah, I can't help it either, Ric Flair. I'm with you on that, brother. I'm with you on that. Hey, man, I can't help it, man. You know what I mean? You know, it is what it is. I'll be waking up on that itch, too. I'll be waking up feeling high, high, high. Yeah, I'll be high on myself, man. I mean, I know, man. A woman... A woman will have a hard time loving me, just so you know. But uh, if you really want to know that Ric Flair-ish, you got to know about this speech right here. I'll be on this ish too, Ric Flair. It's so hard for me to sit back here yeah. in this studio. That's what I say, man. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> it's so hard for me to sit here in this studio. I'm with you, bro. What else you got? Looking at a guy out here hollering my name. That's, dude, I feel you. 
man, bro, Rick, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> That's exactly what I'd be trying to say. <laughs> Look, let me play that again. He, he's saying exactly what I'd be saying. You'd be like, you heard somebody say something, and I'd be sitting here like this. I'd be sitting there in the morning like, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio uh -huh. looking at a guy out here yep. hollering my name. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> Woo! That's what I'm saying, Rick. <laughs> do y'all Do y'all understand? Tell these people, tell these people, you heard. I have to see here on YouTube with some people telling me about some goofball hollering my name. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Rick. <laughs> hey, what else you got to say, sir? Hollering my name. Let's get it again. What else you give me? <laughs> when last year I spent more money uh -huh. on spilled liquor. Woo! In bars from one side of this world to the other. Tell them. Then you made. Woo. You talking to Who you talking the Rolex Word? wearing. Uh-huh. Diamond ring wearing. Oops. Kiss stealing. Uh -huh. Wheeling dealing. Tell them. Limousine riding. Uh-huh. Jet flying. Yeah. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Whoa, man. Y'all ain't ready for this, brother. <laughs> you got to tell these young dudes sometime. You got to tell them sometimes. I'm high on myself, man. You know what I mean? I don't need drugs. I am drugs. <laughs> I don't need to go out. I am out. You know what I mean? Tell them, Rick. Some of these dudes don't get it. You know what I mean? Some people don't get it. Ladies, you don't get it. I have to sit here in this studio listening to you holler my name. You know what I mean? And you ain't sending me no flowers. You ain't praising the G. <laughs> they not ready for this. And I took a copyright for this. Anyway, my goodness. Oh, Joe Biden's got something to say, too. Did you guys know your boy Joe? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Your boy Joe Biden is on his Ric Flair-ish, too. Let's go ahead and tell, tune in to Joe Biden on his Ric Flair-ish. Let's see if I can find it here. Is this it? This is it. Uh, let's see Joe Biden. He's going to... He's going to tell him his Ric Flair-ish. Tell him, Joe. Hold on. I got to refresh the screen. Let me see here. There he is right there. There's your boy, Joe Biden. He's going to be on his Ric Flair-ish. Listen up. I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class. And then decided and, I wanted to stay, went back to law school, heard. and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot Whoa. court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department Dang. at the end of my year. I graduated Talk with three ish. degrees from undergraduate school, Talk 165 credits, only heard. 123 credits. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Whoa! Wait! Let's go, Joe! That's what I'm talking about. Talk that ish. You guys let it let them know, bro. You gotta let them know, Joe. Talk that ish. Hey, Joe. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Do you mind uh real quick though? Uh can I fact check that real quick? I is it possible, Joe? I, I know you talk that ish, but I got to fact check what you just said. Is that possible? Thank you very much. I can see one thing. I think now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Wait a minute. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Hell, hold up. Hold, hold up. Joe. Joe. Listen. If you gonna talk that ish, <laughs> you got to back it up, Joe. No, don't tell me you lied. Don't tell me you lied. Don't tell me that's it. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, uh, ended up near the bottom of his class, what? and won only one degree, not three. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Joe, this is not the Ric Flair drip. This is, you. listen, when CGA and Ric Flair get up here, we can talk that ish. Hold on, let me go up in full screen. The, Joe, if you if you're gonna be up with CGA and Ric Flair, you got to back your ish up. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. You can't be out here lying on your salami. What else is there? Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse what? Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. I, I think we. What, Joe? 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 I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. All right. So the moral of the story, gentlemen, is you can't lie on yourself when you in your Ric Flair. When you on your Ric Flair ish, you can't lie like Joe. So you got to your memory failed you. Is that the first time? Uh, maybe there was something else, too. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Yo, uh, so brothers, moral of the story is when you get on your Ric Flair ish, you actually got to back it up. You know what I mean? To beat the man, you got to beat the man. Not everybody can be Ric Flair and CGA. Sometimes you're Joe Biden. All right. So most of the people where I got to sit here in this studio and hear you hollering my name, you actually don't know Joe Biden ish. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Joe Biden, who probably has the, the has the most sound effects on my program here. Where's his other sound effect? Oh, I can't find it anyway. Wow. Sorry, Joe. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Sorry for the letdown, y'all. I thought we was uh, had some momentum there. All right. Where we got Joe, the producer, just testing. Shout out to you. Derek says, hey, CGA, your stream last night was on point. My ex-wife is also an alleged alcoholic making life hard for me but i should have known she used to be a party girl and get drunk when we were dating he says i saw the red flags with the alcohol and ignored it there had to be a sign for you too uh when y'all were dating right yes i the divorce your case is always open and we got a lot of private investigators but i will say <clears throat> one of the red flags that i will acknowledge is that um, people when they fa uh, her family had a bunch of haters, right? Her family had a bunch of haters, meaning they they're they're that hating the hating family, the constant competition, the investigating, the inquiring. Most of the information that you gave them, they used against you, and thus, um, I saw that really early, and I didn't like that about them. And of course, of course, that also manifests in your relationship talk as well. And they openly dismissed their male patriarchs. They oftentimes talk negative about their male patriarchs. And uh, when you're in the beginning of the relationship, you can kind of control it. But should there be any dissension in your relationship, it's a Rapsky. And then she feeds into that. They feed into that. So hater ass families. You got to watch out for them. Hater ass families, bro. Bad, bad. But there's other ones here. But I'll talk share with that another time. But watch the young men. Watch the red flags. I am not joking. And listen, there's red when 
when when I have um relationships, right? Uh, when people are in relationships with me, I'm sure they see red flags in me. I'm conceited, arrogant beyond what I should be. I I think I'm I I really really am full of myself just a little bit, but I'm humble. But I really tell people, you know what I mean? I let them get a little bit, and I'll be like, uh, do you realize who you're dealing with here? Please. <laughs> right? But they think they're doing me a favor, and I have to acknowledge them like, I'm doing you a favor. So there are some red flags that I do shed as well. I throw up some red flags too, and I'm not a perfect human being. But what I'm telling you guys is this. The red flags that you look over and look past are real. They're real, and they're going to grow bigger during the relationship they're gonna be bad they're gonna be bad um look out for party girls drinkers people who drink families who drink families who consume alcohol like like they're they're bloodthirsty alcohol like everything revolves around alcohol that one's gonna be unless you're an alcoholic too that one's gonna be bad um let me see here let me see here just not talking about me on this one uh, mental health issues. That's a big one. Financial issues. Uh, if you come from a situation where you don't have a lot of financial literacy, that one's going to be bad. That one's going to be bad. Okay. And um, drugs. So there's a bunch of things here. There's a bunch of things here. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? Jules. Shout out to Jules C. Appreciate you. You said nothing. Thomas Kelly coming in with a sponsorship today. Or co-sponsorship. He says, long time coach gang member since 2018. I remember you. He says, what's with all these 50-year-old women wanting to go on uh, to go slow? Hit the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, right? He says, and all of these women going back to church, are they looking for simps? Last girl I was spending time with three weeks in is asking, is this is just uh, something? Oh, is this just sex? Right, yes. So 50 older women... They'll give you one or two pieces of peace leave, all right? What they want to do is give you none and get you to commit and be a simp. But if they happen to give you two pieces of peace leave and you get that old deflated, busted, dug crack, firecracker, you know, piece of peace leave where you didn't have to overlook all kind of moles and stretch marks and all kind of tiger stripes. And you had to overlook a whole bunch to get there. You was like, let me just get it. All right, she rushed you through it. You got it. And then it was like, what is this? Where is this going? I don't want to continue sleeping with me if we're going. Well, they've already been doing that for 5, 10, 15 years. Okay. 50-plus-year-old women. Ladies, 50-plus-year-old women fall into the category of make qualifications as practice. Mm. Practice. You see this? Seven levels of make qualification. Your practice. <laughs> Especially if the dude's younger, practice. If the man's older and successful, practice. All right, that's where you are. That's where you are, ladies. And you can be good fun. Maybe you can get become a regular, but your practice. You're definitely on that practice level. It's crazy, man. They'd be like, oh, where is this going? You, you practice. I'm sorry to tell you. Shout out to Humble League, who co-sponsorship. He says, thanks, Coles, for dropping that. Heat, he says, this morning stream was a classic. So many men needed this, especially black men, even if they don't know they do. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you, man. You know, sometimes a dude and somebody will piss me off, meaning that, you know, dudes don't want to be dudes. They don't. They don't want to be dudes. They want to be socialists. <laughs> I don't want you to be that. 
But if you choose to be that, that's fine. But don't blame me. I'm not going to slow down for you. That is the message. And no man should slow down for other men to catch up. We set the pace. And if you don't think I set the pace, I guarantee you there's someone ahead of me setting the pace. Keep up or drop out. But when it, and this is not talking about relationships. This is talking about overall life. But that's the message here. Brown Sugar 805. Can you smell what the coach is cooking with the eyebrow? All right. Coach, I was hanging with normies and said, I'm glad to be a man. And the bots didn't like that. Boy. <laughs> Boy, I mean, men are being demonized like crazy. Like, what's the problem? What's the problem with being a man? Wow. Octavius M says, what it do, coach? That apology video was fire. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, man, I had to apologize. I was in my Conor McGregor. I was like, let me apologize to people. Since people are on an apology tour right now, let me apologize. If you haven't seen my apology video, it's on the Notorious CGA channel. Ty says, "Do you see? did you see the story about the Alabama college basketball player who deleted that single mother who apparently rejected him? Two simps involved, death by simp, shaking my head. Yep, I did. And actually reported on that this morning. Sad. Sad. I mean, this, this message is for men like him. Schedule OP. Coach, my kids are now making their own video playing with their toys and action figures rather than just consuming other content. Hashtag blue chip mindset. Shout out to your kids. Tell them to go get it and use their creativity and don't have any fear. All right. Nothing really to lose. And most of the time, if they share with their friends, their friends are all, oh, well, you're going to try to be a YouTuber. My son used to do, um, with WWE figures, he used to do, um, oh man, what is it called? I can't remember it, but somebody can think of the name where you, where you move the figures and then you take a video or a picture and then you pause, you move the videos, you move the figures again, and then you make the videos. What is it called? It's called something. Oh shit. Anyway, it's how claymation is done. Stop motion. Stop motion. Dude, my son was doing stop motion on an iPad. He was doing stop motion animation back in the day. Dude, my son, if he keeps his head on right and he follows the Adams tradition, my son is going to be a beast out here. Dude, my son doesn't realize his potential. All right. First of all, he doesn't fall too far from the greatness. But my son was doing stop motion back in the day and he would watch other YouTube videos and he was doing stop motion. I was looking at him like and he would edit it on the editing software on his iPad. I was like, what? I was like, good Lord. I was like, this dude crazy. He built my whole, he built my whole desktop. See, he does things and he doesn't realize that he's doing things way beyond, uh, you know, maybe in his circle, everybody's doing that, but he's doing stuff way beyond what many kids are doing. I'm like, you way ahead of, you way ahead of dudes and you're just shortchanging yourself. And one message I want to tell about men, don't shortchange yourself. Yeah, did I watch? I made him watch Gumby and I made him watch. Um, I think Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer was stop motion. So I showed him what he was doing and he knew it because he was watching stop motion videos. Um, so anyway, it's crazy, man. Look, you guys gotta when you see that in the when you see that in the kid, you gotta help him manifest that and tell him where his talents are and tell him how how patient he is and how that's gonna help him out because young kids need that. They need to find out where their talent is. And hard, one of the hardest things about a talent is actually going forward with the talent. Going forward with the talent. That's one of the hardest things, right? Um, I was watching this Vlad TV. 
and I'll get over to PayPal. But they were talking about Smokey Robinson. I was watching this interview and um, they said uh, Smokey Robinson lived near near Diana Ross and they lived there to each other for a long time as kids. And then when Smokey Robinson got to Motown, Diana Ross came in and was like, hey, I sing. And he was like, I knew you for years. You didn't tell me you sung. You were a singer. Right. And then she had her group. And so what happens is you have a talent and you're like agent 007 with the talent. You're a secret agent with your talent instead of taking your talent and going, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. And if the world takes it, they they take it. If they don't, they don't. Maybe they don't take it now. They take it later. So you guys got to watch out for you, even within yourself. If you have a talent, never let people talk you out of that talent. I have a talent and patience to edit films. Edit movies. I'll edit a whole movie. I'll edit a two-hour movie. And that skill makes me a little bit more marketable on YouTube because YouTube uh, allows people to take advantage of editing, right? And so I'm patient enough. I like to make create films. My intro, I edit them. I edit all these things. I edit all my uh, a lot of my stuff. When my vlogs, I edit. I don't mind doing that. Now people say, "Oh well, you're gonna get you're gonna get removed. You're gonna get taken down, and you're gonna have nothing on YouTube." And I'm like, I'll always be valuable because I have editing skills. <laughs> I don't have to be on the screen or I can make it editing about anything. Editing is a skill. People will say YouTube's not a skill. It sure is. <laughs> what you talking about? It sure is a skill. And if you have that skill, don't be afraid to use it and put it out in front of people. Anyway, so capitalize on it. The toughest part is to get the monkey off your back. The monkey on your back tells you you ain't shit. I shouldn't curse, but I'm already demonetized. The monkey on your back is always here in your ear. Don't do it. You ain't shit. You'll never make it. Your family member is going to tell you you suck. Haters are going to be here. Please, please do. Hey, once you get past that, you can do anything. And it's hard for everybody. Shout out to Jabari. I don't know if I can say your name. We'll say P.I. He says, uh, you need to be a good man and take care of all of my kids. All of my kids. <laughs> all right. Somebody's got to take responsibility for these kids. Shout out to XL Pro Services, the Dropneck University. Ladies, you signing up? You signing up for the Dropneck University? We got Clyde in here. Your apology video was fire. All right. I hope that one goes viral. All right. DGC Moore lost my 360000 a year job. Found another one at 290 Hey. Woo. Yeah, I ain't got no job. He didn't, he didn't have a job. I don't have a job either. Shout out to him. Hey, but um, DG, you know one thing. Here's the thing. When you get to the top, like you're climbing the ladder past 200K, those jobs are hard because if you lose that job, it's not easily replaceable. And that's one thing that you have to understand as men is, and we're teaching today. This is a teaching stream, and I'll get to the point. But as men... As when you're in the lower rung or middle class rung, if you lose your job, there's probably not as much pressure because you can find another job that is comparable or a lateral move. The problem is when you are ambitious and you get past a certain number, if you lose that job, you're going to be out of a job for a minute. <laughs> you can't you can't easily replace that job. So this is where you have to do whatever you can to stay at that job or make sure you invest some money sack some money away in case you lose that job. All right. That's the real that's the real deal and the real spill. More money, more problems. 
More money, more problems. More money, more haters. More money, more people, more targets. That's the reality of it. So uh, there's people losing jobs. Network. He says network, network, network. Indeed. Let's do three more and get into the show. All right. We got, um, who is this? Soul Sauce says buzzer for Brady. Giselle did that to him. Imagine what these XXs will do to us. Get fit, get money. Yes, indeed. I got money. I wonder if the FTX scandal had something to do with it as well because she lost, they both lost a couple of racks. Mills, they lost a couple of M's. Who else? No government name. Hey, coach. I don't know if you mentioned this before. The TLC Network show titled Milf Manor. Yeah, I actually, I actually did that already. A uh, sexy new dating show where women plurity plus go finding Mr. Right. Only catch is it's with their sons. Uh, if this was the gender reverse show, the show would be terminated with the quickness. Yes. Can you get the old humanity? Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Imagine going out on that show and say, hey, you know what? We're going to get older, attractive men. And then what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get them on a dating show and their daughters, all their daughters are going to be out there. And the men get the pick from their younger daughters, friends. You know what I mean? Like, pfft. All right. Good Lord. That thing, man, they would they would Andrew Tate that immediately. They would Andrew Tate that. Then the girls are out there 18 to 22 in their bikinis and their little teeny weeny bodies. You know what I mean? Everybody want to touch on them. You'd be like, I'll be on the show like. Yep, we'd be arrested. They'd be calling us perverts. They'd be telling us to go to the jail. Shout out to Coach JR. Next month, I'm going to be debt-free at 32. Just rent and insurance, phone, food, and that's all. The necessities. Working on saving the four months worth of rent saved. Yes. Only thing is, I got to, he says, I got left to go. Wait a minute. Only thing I got left to go is, is it tickets on my driving record? All right. But when you get 500 to the wheel, it's hard out here for a pimp all right just gotta thank you coach and the universe shout out to you man hey man less overhead is good all right less overhead is good i know people want to say man leverage your debt and become rich now sometimes living that way is the best all right let's get into story number two especially for some not everybody wants to leverage that sister says she found her boyfriend cheating while swiping on tinder i don't know if you can hear the irony of that already but <laughs> let's go ahead and look at this one. This is a tweet, allegedly, of a woman, and I'm going to hide her name. Let me see. Can I hide her name? Uh, let's see. I can't hide her name. I'm going to try. It might be a parody account, but let's go ahead and take a look-ski. <laughs> All right. There it is right there. So this sister right here, and we're going to talk about sisters. This sister said, Tell me why am I swiping on Tinder and I saw my boyfriend. Can men be loyal? Hold on for a second. I got to ask it. This music will be a little bit better. Let, let's try it with this music. Tell me why as I'm swiping on Tinder, I saw my boyfriend. Can men be loyal? <laughs> okay. Shout out to the sister there. Now. I know you're thinking, how did she find her boyfriend on Tinder? Hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. How was she swiping on Tinder and found her boyfriend who is disloyal on Tinder? 
Let's go down to the next tweet, as we should. And apparently, this, I'm hoping this is comedy. Apparently, she says, stop asking me, what was I doing on Tinder, too? That's not the point. Yeah, I'm thinking this is a skit. <laughs> I'm thinking this is a parody. But it would not be out of the realm of possibility that a woman would think something like this. All right, I would think that. I would think that this is, you know, we think this is a skit. It might be a skit, but we think you might think, man, do not put it past a woman to think something like this, man. I swear to goodness, man, you know. You big dummy. Yeah, why you on Tinder? How was you on Tinder and you found your man on Tinder, but you on Tinder and I can't ask you. You know, when you talk about sisters, this is a high possibility that she, this is true. Sisters would do stuff like that. And I say that with love. They, they don't they don't move too well. All right, let's go to the next story here. We zoom through these stories. Apparently, apparently we were talking about that witchcraft, y'all. Uh, let me see if they play an advert here. Okay, so we don't have an advert. We're going to go over to World Star, and this is a skit too, apparently. LeBron James tried to get summoned through witchcraft live during the game. We're going to talk about what money and status could do for you. We don't need to hear the volume, so let's go ahead and pop this up on the screen. And we know... There are several examples of women going to games to target men, all right? And they will go target the higher status men. Here, you're going to see a woman, a white woman, doing her best rendition of trying to summons LeBron James. And let's go ahead and play the video. There he is right there. There you see her there. All right, she's really keyed in and locked into her right there. She's meeting these eyes right there. She says, just look at me and see all of this milk of magnesia. All right, take a look. Look into my eyes. Look at how she's staring intently. Yeah, and she shakes her head of acknowledgement. And then, oh, I thought he was looking at me. Go, who are you looking at, LeBron? Look at me. Look at me. And he smiled. Holy moly, that came in really quickly. All right, hold on for a second. All right, you see that? You see that, gentlemen? You see that? Not all, not all women look at you with that spirit. Not even y'all's girlfriends. Let's just be honest. Not even your girlfriend looks at you with that much pride. Not even your girlfriends look at you with this much pride. All right, let's turn it back up. My bad. Whew, that was crazy. Not even y'all's wife looks at you like this. You ever see? You ever see somebody he smashed her already? He smashed her. Hold on for a second. Let me see something. Take a look. Look at the witchcraft. Look at that intent. All right, this happens a lot to these gentlemen, unfortunately. And she's looking there. She's like, if he can just look at me. You know, every woman, every woman believes that if a major celebrity looks at them, that they have the golden for JJ. Like, oh, if he could just see me. And this is true. You'll get skeeted. You'll get skeeted. Yeah, she manifesting. She's like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get a front row. I guarantee you she didn't pay for this ticket. I guarantee you another player she's getting her back blown out paid for this ticket or there's a simp that put her on front row. I don't know why you dudes always bringing girls to the front row, but I get it. I do it too. But listen, she's like, but if I get to the front row, I'm going to dress up and I'm going to get the top, top guy right there. She is right there. She manifesting. Look at that. She ain't even breathing. 
She got them damn eyes. Hungry eyes. She hungry in the werewolf of London. All right, here we go. Look at her. Look at that nod. Yes, baby, come. Come to me. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. You see that? Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. <laughs> Yo, she straight up said, yes, darling. Come to me. Come back to me. All right. You see that, boys? Status trumps. So I said, that's a dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, dudes be looking like that sometimes. Come back to me. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, man, almighty. And then she was like, did I? Oh, wait a minute. She gulped. Wait a minute. He's not looking at me. She thought he was looking, and then he saw her, and then he said, let me look off to the side. And then, oh, wait a minute, gulp. Wait a minute. Who is he looking at? Look at that look of concern. Look at that look of concern. That look of concern right there. She's like, wait a minute. That's somebody else. Who is it? What? One of these bitches. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Which one of these bitches got his attention? All right, man, boy, it gets tough out there. And LeBron James is not the only one, ladies and gentlemen. We do have video evidence of a lot of SARS looking at them. Uh, we'll go ahead and pull it up real quick, if you wish. Let me see here. I forgot to pull it up. Forgot to pull it up. Uh, yeah, here's one of them. Right here. Oh, damn, they got some music. They got some silly-ass music. Let's go to Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry had similar stuff. It happens. There's a woman here. There, damn, Master Splinter. Look at her with her boyfriend. And they getting in on Steph. Look at them. How they look at you. Look at how they look at you, guys. Yeah, look at that. Oh, fascinated by the ninja. Oh, she biting her lip. She getting wetter than the Niagara Falls. Master Splinter herself. Look at her. Boyfriend that took her to the game. Caking on her. Treating her to chicken nuggets. She like, damn. Damn. It will happen when I'm with this old goofy-ass simp. Now I got Steph Curry right in front of me, and I'm going to bite my leg. God damn. Oh. Hey. Hey. She leaking. Freak-a-leak. And you took her, man. <laughs> you took her to the game, and your girlfriend looking at this like me. This like a girl taking me to the Wisconsin volleyball game. I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be like, yo, you took me. What about when Holly Berry was looking at Kobe Bryant sideways? Remember that? Let's show you that, man. Yeah, let's show you that. Holly Berry was checking for Kobe. Let's show you that, brothers. If if your girl ain't looking at you like this, it ain't you ain't it ain't your girl. It ain't your girls. All right, so here's how the great Kobe Bryant was getting looked at. Look at Holly Berry trying to ignore him. Kobe Bryant there. She trying to look off to the side. You know how women try to look out to the side? All right, I don't even know you here. She looked over and around, up and down you, around your ass. And then look, watch this. She tried to look over to the side and, oh, look at that laser vision. Mm -hmm. Come to me. Come, baby, come, baby, can't be, baby, come, come. Yeah, that's brother stuff. When a woman look at you like this, she'll swallow all your kids. Now look, she tried to look left and right. Huh? What? There's Kobe Bryant here? What? Yeah, over there, where? Over here? Uh, there's nothing important here. All right. And then, mm, yeah. Mm, she looked them up and down. Guys, when they look you up and down like this, we, we teaching y'all what women's body language, all right? All right, look. She looked them. Oh, she looked at that package. She looked at that black mamba. Pause. She looked at that bat, black mamba. <laughs> she looked at black mamba. She said, what that black mamba doing today? And then she looked up. Mm -hmm, yeah. 
that's brother starving. Oh man, <laughs> brothers, if your girls ain't looking you like this, she ain't your girl. She don't love you. If your girl ain't looking at you like this, she don't love you. All right, look, she don't love you. These girls have look, and they choosing. Yes, yes, these hoes, man. Look at him, man. Oh, look at that. She treating them like a piece of meat. What kind of objectification is this? This is reprehensible behavior by ladies. Oh, the humanity. Y'all be starving out here, man. Y'all, ladies, y'all starving. And guys, you know, you only been looked at that like twice in your life. <laughs> but women go in the front row, man. Y'all don't know it, man. It, look, we tell you these women choosing out here. When you talk about, oh, coach, I think she had choosing signals for me. If your choosing signals don't look like that, she not choosing you. Mm. <laughs> Did Ben Simmons have one, too? Did Ben Simmons have one, too? Let me see here. I'm going to look at it. Girl, look at I don't know if he had one, though. Let me see if I can pull it up. But there was a one. I think I do remember a time a girl was looking crazy. All right, I don't know, man. I don't see him. But anyway, man, crazy, brothers. It's tough out there, guys. You guys got to know. Coach, I think one of my coworkers was sending me choosing signals. <laughs> no, that's called a choosing signal right there. Let's get to some contributors to today's show, man. Wow. Sligo as the sauce ran right in here. All right, but I'll get you in a second here. Agent Machine says, what did you say? UFC fighter Phil Baroni charged with deleting his girlfriend in Mexico after he caught her cheating. You can't be loyal. He says you can't be loyalty in modern women. Wow. Invest in you. Hold on for a second. I might cover this tomorrow. Let me see something here. If there's something in the news, uh, this was probably this week. Oh man, boy, dude, man. Y'all, Hey man, loyalty is dead, man. Loyalty is dead. I'll cover that probably tomorrow. Because I think Chuck Liddell or Chuck Liddell is going through some ish too. So that'd be a good, that'd be a good story to share. Man. AV Network guy in the building. Thank you for being here again. Sleeko is the sauce. I'm ripped, bitch. All right. Sleeko is the sauce. That Latina went south fast. All right, man. He says it is amazing how that happens. So I'm going to stay. With my OBGYN, he says she's pricey, but stable, nice, and great conversation. The old saying still holds, you get what you pay for, but we do 24-hour marathons. He says also, I like doing the overnights. So the overnight, I see where you're going here. He says, curious if you ever do overnights with any of yours. I'm very selective and would do it, wouldn't do it with 95% of the women out there. Yeah, um, I made a mistake recently and did an overnight, which shouldn't have been overnight, but she was from out of town. Um, I don't suggest doing overnights with the majority of them. All right. I just don't feel comfortable, but once I'm comfortable with you a few times, I will do an overnight. All right. But I got to really vet you out and get some great detail about you. So I usually like to let them go before, uh, before, before, uh, midnight, <laughs> get them out of the crib. You're out of there. I got to get a, you're out of there. Shout out to you for that. Interesting. Uh, I was going to mention something else. Somebody mentioned some other players. My, where's my mouse? Let's, take, let's see what's on, on PayPal. Uh, let's see here. Did I get, I got that person. All right, let me check Cash App uh, Venmo real quick. 
I got Vimo. And let me check here. Maybe I shouldn't have paused at all. Should have kept going with the show. Thank you for the contributors. And I'll keep going with the show. Let's talk about the junior college. And speaking of the junior college, Sligo, speaking of the junior college and overnighters, you get what you pay for. And apparently, man, I don't know what it is, man. What is it about today's women? Not even the women who's allegedly getting paid for this can keep quiet. Let's go to the story here. Allegedly in Davos. New, 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 new world order. Women of the night. Women that are selected primarily for their ability to be service providers. Yes, that is a level of mate qualification. Service provider. Some people use them. Some people don't. I know it's a little weird conversation. I don't tell people to buy service providers or rent or lease them. I say short-term relationships in which you give a severance package to end the relationship. It doesn't protect you from being 100% safe, but it sends them hoes skedaddling afterwards. Yeah, the celibates are here. It says tricks of the trade, a $2,500 a night. Straggle daggle. Well, $2,500 a night, that's more Monaco. You definitely in the upper leagues there. Reveals how business rockets, I'm sure skyrockets at this week's Davos Summit. Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. And it says right here, and why she wears business clothes to blend in and, quote, never, never gossips about her elite clientele. Oh, boy, this should be an interesting story. My goodness. According to the Daily Mail, and this has been happening with the elites for a long time. New, 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 new world order. Ask Joe Biden. I love those Brett's. Allegedly. I tell you what, look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady. In her Is this legal in Davos? Is this legal there? Not sure. Is this a legal thing to do? Somebody says, I treat them like the gremlins. He says, never let them stay after midnight. Never feed them after midnight. Allegedly, the $2,500 a night people here uh, for the annual meeting of the global elite new, 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 new were demands for service providers rockets during the economic summit. It says right here, workers report a surge in business during the annual gathering of the leaders. Yes, it's legal in Switzerland. Wowzers. It says right here. Escorts are booked into delegates' hotels um, alongside business executives. And by the way, this year, a ton of CEOs and a ton of the world leaders have showed up. In fact, this is one of the, I believe, this is one of the biggest turnouts of all of these people, what you would call the one percenters, the elite. This is the biggest turnout they've ever had this year. And apparently... Guess who also turned out? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I got money. <laughs> oh, no. It says right here, these SWs dress in business attire and rub shoulders with the global elite. We've been telling you that this is the real deal. You guys think this is a game, but it's not. This is the real deal. This is this is not even practice. It says right here, the global elite tack tackling the world's greatest problems, including gender inequality at the Davos Summit. Summit are fueling a surge in sex workers in the Swiss resort town. Sorry. Demand for SW skyrocket each year at the meeting of world leaders and business tycoons who jet in from all over the world to rub shoulders with the others. New, 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 new world order. They going crazy clapping cheeks and solving the world's problems. 
these workers are booked in the same hotels as high-powered bosses, their employees, and their employees during the five-day summit, which started on January 16th. That would be yesterday. One of the workers named Liana said she dressed in business attire so she doesn't stand out amongst the executives. Despite this being legal in Switzerland, shout out to Delta Fox, it's legal in Switzerland, just so you know. It's legal in Switzerland, just so you know. It says she told Build, which I'm assuming is a newspaper or something like that, she regularly sees an American who visits Switzerland multiple times a year and is amongst the 2,700 conference attendees. Leanna charges around 700 pounds or $760 for an hour. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hold on for a second. That's pretty cheap. That's that's very cheap. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. What are we doing here? Oh, the humanity. I got money. 700. Wow. My gosh. All right. I missed I missed my flight to Davos, apparently. Somebody said, I know I said 2,500. I know you meant 250. No, apparently. And it says right here in 2,500 for the whole night plus travel expenses. Yeah, these are models. As you can see here, the management of one sex working service in uh, Argavo. I can't pronounce that. 100 miles away from the summit says she's already received 11 bookings and 25 inquiries and expects many more to follow this week. She told 20 minutes, Emily, it says uh, some also book the women for themselves and their employees to party in the hotel suite. Now, here's the thing, guys. We've been telling you this is a hot topic. We also talked to Andrew Tate, but we always been talking about this, right? I told you about the story of the, the soccer wife, the stay-at-home mom that was one of my clients, and she talked about this happening in Mexico, okay? And people don't think this happens. This goes down. And she was like, yep. We the, the CEO took all the people to a, the party. They partied in Cancun. And then all of a sudden, the night went down. They went out. The senioritas came in. And it was on like Donkey Kong. Pesos were exchanged. <laughs> right? <laughs> and these are the high-performing executives in the company. Um, it's kind of part of the deal. And, and it's a hidden part of the deal. See, if this was happening with, with, with uh, people that normally aren't accustomed to this, they be out there making videos and posting it on YouTube. All right. Uh, for everybody to see and say, hey, get your passport or not passport or, you know, doing whatever. All right. But it's kind of a hidden secret. And it says right here, Salome Balkas, a SW and a writer posted on Twitter date in Switzerland during the world. She said the world WWF. I think she meant the WEF means looking at the gun muzzles of security guards in the hotel corridor at 2 a.m. and then sharing the giveaway chocolates from the restaurant with them and gossiping about the rich. Hashtag Davos, hashtag World Economic Forum. Interesting to say. The 36-year-old... The 36-year-old? Somebody said, how much for 15 minutes? The 36-year-old is staying at a hotel near Davos throughout the summit, but refuses to reveal who the influential clients are. She cautioned, quote, believe me, you don't want to get into litigation with them. In 2020, an investigation by the Times found that at least 
100 working girls traveled to Davos for the summit, according to the Swiss police officer. If your girl went to Switzerland, just like your girl went to the NBA All-Star game, your girl went to the NBA All-Star game, and she went to Major League Baseball All-Star game, she went to All-Star weekend, she went to the Pro Bowl, she went to Switzerland, guess what you got? You got a working girl. All right, so uh, in the highest of the high, one official driver for the forum said he picked up one SW who claimed she had been forced by her boss to sleep with an older client at a delegate's hotel. Wow. Boy, man, these people don't play. New, 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 new world order. These people, yeah, uh, yes, the ski trip, the veil, going to Dubai, and she posted on Instagram, woo, Barcelona. So look at this, and this is, among other topics, up for discussion at this year's summit, are the war in the you-know-who, the you, global inflation, climate change, and inequality, and also getting cheats clapped while they're doing it from model chicks from Monaco, Ukraine's first lady. Um, What are we talking about? Who cares about all that? Uh, Dozens of sessions. Okay, uh, okay, whatever. whatever. Let's get back to the dirty stuff. Let's get back to the dirty stuff. Let me see here. They're talking about climate and all that. Who cares about all that? It said that over 1,000 private jet flights arrive and depart airports serving Davos in May. Okay, that's that's in May. All right, so anyway, as you can see here, $760 an hour, $2,500 a night plus, plus travel expenses. Man, boy, I tell you. I got money. Somebody getting that money out here. And praise the Lord. Shout out to these girls. You know, you got to do what you got to do out here. Junior College is Liddy with the business leaders of America. And it has always been that way. My goodness. Shout out to Sligo is the sauce. Wait a minute. I did get skip you right there. T-Mon Jr. says, Coach, I'm in my late 20s, early 30s. So I'm pretty young. At what age do you think I should stop sitting up here in my drawers and eating cheese and crackers? Should I get a job? Shout out to the skid bros. I know that's a joke. T-Mon Jr. is a, uh, is a jokey guy. All right. Sligo is the sauce. $760 an hour is insane. He says mine is 1000 for 24 hours. All right. So you're getting a discount. We try to meet every week, but usually ends up being uh, every other week. But it's been fun for a year. Shout out. Listen, you know, you know, that sounds like a marriage. We don't promote paying, but what he's saying is his relationship. You know, this is let's just let's just fill it in like this. Let's just fill it in like this for people that are saying we're promoting the SW work. I'm going to play a video for you that kind of sums up how the relationship goes. My husband says he's upset with me because in his words, sweetie, you need to stop spending so much money on DoorDash. Ordering it three times a day is not appropriate and we need to start living within our means. Honey, it sounds like you have an income problem, not that I have a spending problem. Start earning more money and we won't have these issues. So I took his credit card that we share and I booked a vacation for my daughter Richard and I. We're staying in a hotel tonight and I hope he enjoys that I charged $8,000 to his credit card. Make more money, darling. As you can see, it could be $8,000. You know what I mean? And that could be charged up in a matter of a weekend, a day. So it's all comparable. We all pay. We all pay. So you could be married and it could be $8,000. You know what I mean? So, you know, what we're talking about here, a couple of dollars here and there. (laughs) 
People are adding it up. Wait a minute. That would be $52,000 a year, uh, $8,000 in a hotel night with your, with your wife could, could get kind of pricey. And uh, even dating gets expensive. PSA for all my single ladies going into 2023. We are now liking men for money and not for their personality or who they are because that's gotten us nowhere. And we keep letting medium ugly men get our hopes up and disturb our peace. And that's no longer the move. Yeah, that's no longer the move. And you also could have a situation where um, you'll be paying for hair, makeup, facials, vagina waxing, everything. And my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to. Yeah. So you can have a, you can have that. You know what I mean? That's all kind of pain. You know what I mean? Or you can have the edge or you can pay for her time, materials and effort. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke. Just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. You see, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like what, what, what you're doing. You know what I mean? You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out what you're looking for. Uh, anyway, man. Anyway, what are we doing here? Uh, we got Sleeko as the sauce. He told us what's up there. And JC says, Coach, that apology video was most sinister ever. All right, that was my first attempt at clickbait, like a real clickbait. All right, so check it out here. Check it out, that clickbait. I had to apologize for 2004. All right, let's see here. Let me check Venmo, Cash App, and other, other ones here. Let me see here. We got, uh, did I get Faith? All right, I didn't get you yet, but I'll get you. I did get her. And then uh, that was JR, and then that means we're ready to move. Let's get to it. The next episode, this is going to be, uh, this is the reason why women love you. Are you guys ready for this? I should ask it like this. Y'all ready for this? This is why women love you. First thing what we're going to do is we're going to hear, uh, play a couple of videos. Uh, the first video is going to be a woman. Allegedly, this might be a skit. Who knows? Because the camera's all up in her face. It seems like it's a skit. I don't know why people would be recorded like this. Maybe she didn't know. But uh, they're discussing why they should get a prenup. And, uh, you know, lead attorney, let's get in on this. This is a woman. And uh, she looks quite a mess to me. This woman looks a mess, man. Like, what is going on with, oh, man, the wigs, man. I cannot get down with the wigs. What's going on with the wigs, lady? I want to pull on that hair, pull on, on that hair. But uh, here we go right here. Let's play the video. Oh, damn, I forgot. Okay, hold up. Let me refresh it. Okay, here we go. Woman won't sign prenup. I'm not going to sign a prenup. No, I'm not signing no prenup. What you got is what I got. Okay, but I don't understand why would you not want to sign? Basically, our love is Your money is my money. Simple as that. Okay, why are we going straight to the money? It don't have any. All I'm doing is my lawyers are telling me that I have to protect myself. And it's not from you, but it's just. It's just I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Everything that you bring in and have, I is mine too. Nah, cause I mean, what what did you come with? What did you come with that you deserve? The thing you just don't like, like this is for our own protection. You know, except for no. I don't care what you say. It's my money too. Simple as that. But see, the lawyer said that's what you was gonna do, though. They were saying you was not. No, so what's the point of you he, not signing the prenup? The money that you bring home is mine too. Simple as that. End the conversation. <laughs> that's crazy. So I guess there ain't gonna be no wedding. Well, <laughs> it's gonna be a wedding. You really not gonna sign a prenup? No, I'm not signing no prenup. What you got is what I. Okay, okay, all right, sorry. Uh, I didn't realize that reset. I was just looking at a comment here. 
Um, and it says right here from Ryan Davis Comedy, blue check mark. I'll never get a prenup. I truly believe the moment you think prenup, you aren't with the right person. Hold on for a second. I'm going to try it like this. Ryan Davis Comedy. I'll never get a prenup. I truly believe the moment you think prenup, you aren't with the right person. Having the right wife is more valuable than money. These are women. These are there are women out here that losing them is the worse than having losing half of your ish. I've seen it firsthand. Y'all out here choosing wives off of looks and sex. Now you stress because you feel like you need to protect yourself from her. Laughing emoji. Wow. Ryan Davis comedy. That got to be the biggest blue pill ish ever, guys. Oh my goodness, Ryan Davis. That's terrible, yo. Oh my lord, you got to be kidding me. This is serious. He seriously wrote that. I mean, it says comedy here, so maybe he's being maybe he's being funny. Is he being funny? <laughs> I'm really confused now. Here's a woman says a prenup is absolutely mandatory. If you do not plan on divorcing, then you don't have anything to worry about. Wow. Talk about the hope strategy. Is that dude married? Oh, my goodness. He going to get reamed. Somebody said he's super blue pill. Beta. Oh, he got to be trolled. Maybe he's trolling. I think he was trolling. Good Lord. That cannot be real. I was concerned about the brother. But um, as we see here, the spirited sister, uh, whether this is true or not, we know the statistics. Women are black women and particularly are the least married cohort of women in any racial class of the four racial classes of America. For some reason, sisters cannot get married. Now you also combine that with the impossible, which is the most divorce. So I don't know how you can actually be both. It seems like that would be reprehensible. You would think somebody actually other would have that conversation or category where you could be the least married, but then when you do marry, you're the most divorced. Sheesh. Sisters, that is actually a terrible statistic. But there's something wrong with this. So there's a sister here that went in here on two messages on why black women are the least married. I think she has two videos. So we're going to go in here. I haven't listened to them. Let me see here. Let me see if I can share the screen. I haven't listened to them, but I'm interested in seeing what her opinion is. And uh, there are some sisters in our chat, too. So maybe you're interested here. And so this is the woman. Of course, she probably been catching hell in the comment section. And let's go with it. I got to refresh. I always have to refresh because Instagram starts. We're sitting at their graduation engaged. And the question came up, well, why is it not the reality for black women? I know y'all not going to like what I got to say, but you know me, I'm going to say it anyways. First and foremost, black women are above reproach. If it don't validate us or excuse our bad behavior, we don't want to hear. Instead, we'll say, well, men do it too. Secondly, we'll find every excuse in the world to validate why we don't want to be married or why we don't want to be in a relationship. Well, they get cheated on. Well, they do this. Well, they do that. But then we have all these standards for men and we're still actively seeking for men in the midst of our hurt while inadvertently telling them to go to therapy. We do not practice what we preach. Thirdly, the independent woman is a myth. Actually cared about being independent and it was something that made you happy. You would not have all these standards to negate your independence. Nobody wants to relinquish power. We'll find every excuse in the world to not be submissive and wonder why white women can get away with their bad behavior. We take everything bad from white women except for the fact using marriage to our own benefit. 
But you will run to the child support office, though. Get equality against men, and the only time we actually want to be equal to men is when it comes to degenerate behavior, hypersexuality, abusing or abandoning children. Even when it comes to the gold digger conversation, what you don't see those other women do, even when they are just screwing men for money, is bashing men and inadvertently making men feel like they're not important. Also, too, telling them that they don't need men. Psychologically, we have been taught to disassociate ourselves, and even in that Malcolm X quote where he says the black woman is the most disrespected, he also says to be near your man because who taught you to hate the very race out of a group of white girls okay boy boy that was a mouthful there uh she definitely probably just finished watching kevin samuel's video and she went ham on it but uh let me see something here i gotta look something up uh i gotta look something up because she actually brought up something that i wanted to look up let me see if i can find that image I actually did an image on this or i did a story on this way way back in the day and they had some of these pretty much an average plain Janes at a college graduation somewhere, probably at TCU. And they were showing that they had engagement rings. And there was one white woman that didn't have, have an engagement ring and she was sad. All she had was her degree. But the other women, the other white women, there were three. Uh, I'm going to try to find it. There were three plain white women and uh, they all had their basically their degree plus their engagement ring and they were celebrating the one only one of the white women did not let me see if i can find that let me see if i can find that it was actually a funny i think i did a whole story on it engaged at college graduation uh damn it's very specific so it's gonna be hard to google and find it yeah i can't find it i can't find it so anyway so this woman's now saying of course that uh because she saw that image where the white women were getting graduate degrees, they were getting degrees and the marriage. Why are black women not getting it? And let's hear part two. She had enough to say about it. So let's hear part two and then go to the comment section. And then we'll say, this is why women love men. Uh, let's see if we can share part two. I don't really particularly like her voice. It's quite annoying, but, you know, she was dropping. She was dropping red pill facts, you know. She was dropping red pill facts. I mean, who's not at this point? I knew what I said was going to cause some tension, and that's okay. I stand on everything I said. But since y'all are having such a disconnect, let me go ahead and break it down for you. You don't have to go to college to find a man. But what's not common is you don't see a lot of black women sitting in the audience either engaged or married, even though we are the most enrolled. On top of that, one in four of us are married. So even though black men marry us at higher rates than they marry outside of their race, and they are the demographic that marries interracially the most, they're still not marrying black women at substantial rates compared to other races. White women almost double in marriage. What I'm speaking to is in mentality. Black women is the only group of women that says things as a collective. I don't need a man. I'm strong and independent. Fuck a nigga get money. I can raise my kids on my own. I can do everything by myself. We're the only group of women that disassociate ourselves from our men. And the very moment that they come with their preferences in response to our standards, we have the audacity to say things like they're insecure, sassy, zesty, misogynistic, or they just simply hate black women. Y'all don't practice what you preach. A lot of y'all are trying to heal from the hurt that your father caused and you taking it out on every man as if you dated every black man. And then we'll have the audacity to say, well, these men are not doing this. These men are not doing this the definition of insanity is doing something the same way expecting some different results and y'all keep doing stuff the same way because it's a mentality so i'm fine if you want to argue but make sure you can sustain
I knew what I said was gonna cause some tension, and that's okay. I stand on everything I said, but since y'all are having such Well, she was telling the truth there. I have to give her that. She's telling the truth. I might want to sum it up a little bit. I know you had you were restricted on time, but let's hear some of the comment sections here. Uh, this this black woman says, and sisters, chime in. And sisters, if you want to call into the show, let me know. I won't make you show your feet. Um, if you want to call into the show, some of the comments, we love our black men, but damn, it's a whole lot of stress to keep them. We take a lot of blows and losses and never get the W's. We become a different person when we have reached our breaking point. Yes, you guys become terrorists. So please address the emotional side to us and not justify why we are not married. It says we, uh, when you help an N-I-double-G-A get his feet, he ain't staying. We have to heal and mend and put pick up the pieces. Nobody talks about that, but it's always our fault. This is a BWM response. This is another one. Hear me out. Most educated working class white women marry up while most educated or non-educated working class and upper class marry down because we settle. A lot of times I can see women take what they can get, especially in our community, rather than a partner that we deserve <laughs> or that comes equally yoked. She says yoked, but it's yoked. Why? I can tell you she's got a lot to say, maybe because we think we won't get the man we deserve. So we settle. Maybe. Maybe we feel societal pressures to settle down quick and have a family. <laughs> Okay, I've seen many women of color bring more to the table than their counterparts who may or may not have the same level of education, pay, grade, profession, etc. While white women can do this, too. I usually don't see the same trend. Are you listen, I'm, I've lived in this world for a long time, man. I've lived in this world. Do you see that that's being true? Is she being truthful? Is she being truthful? I think that's a whole lot of, what are you talking about? You settle for less. Man, I tell you, man, that, I don't know, man. For some reason, they walk the earth and they are in a, they see a different world than we see. Unfortunately, as many men in this space have tried to say men harken back to their middle school and high school years, maybe early college years. And they say you men are hurt because you were hurt in high school and college. I think a lot of women like that, that talk like that, they're talking about their high school days. They're talking about their early college days. That's what they're talking about. And then they deal with the drug dealers, the scammers, the guys, the, the, the thugs, the basketball players. They deal with those guys and they get screwed around on. And then they say nothing's left. Nothing's left. They try to start a family with somebody that's not family material, right? I, I'm thinking that's what normally happens. And then after they've been knocked up a couple of times, then they want to get Idris Elba. Then they want to get Morris Chestnut. Then they want to get Tay Diggs, right? And then they already kind of just already screwed. And 
they're talking about their life before at 24, between 16 and 24. That's what they're talking about. And they try to, you know, get dude and fix a dude now. So one of the things that we're going to talk about, this is why women love you. And the number one and number two reason why they love you is, well, the number one reason why they love you is opportunity. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. If there's no opportunity for her, there is no relationship. There is no love. Meaning their love does cost. There is something there. Now, we should not find this appalling, but I want you to keep this in mind. You might have a woman that loves you. All she sees is opportunity. They love opportunistic. And so this is nothing new. This is nothing to reveal. But we just showed you a couple situations where this to be true. She says, I worked. I found the fix-it ninja. I found a fix-it ninja. And then I tried to fix him. And then he got it fixed. And then he left me. And then the whole reason why she was with him is to dust his ass off, fix him, and then keep him. And then when it didn't work out for him, she was out. The next thing is, yeah, potential. The next thing is, if you do have value, you potentially can get a woman to fall in love with you pretty easy. Pretty easy. That's easy. But then it's harder to trust her. But sometimes a ninja will say, a brother will say, well, she loves me for me. I could lose my job and she will still love me. She better be a very spiritual person because many times that is not true. She may not leave you initially. She might watch. She might see how far down you fall, how 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 bad you how down bad you go. But if she does sense that she doesn't have an opportunity there, opportunistic, she's going to ditch you. It doesn't have to necessarily be money, but many times opportunity does mean money. Right? It doesn't mean money per se. So we're not saying they're all gold diggers, but the opportunity has to be there, potentially opportunity to get pregnant, carry on your genes. This does allow a woman to love you easily. There's an opportunity there. Maybe a woman like will be involved with me because she knows I'm not going to get into a relationship that fast. And if she sticks around long enough, she was like the opportunity is there for me to at least come out the winner because all I have to do is stick around and play my role. As long as she's not pushy, she'll stick around and just be like, all right, I'll be here in the end because the opportunity is there. That's an opportunistic opportunity. Another woman will see that as an opportunity and mess it up by pushing too hard. Okay, I find you. You're valuable. You're good. Okay, you sure you don't want to get married? Why? Okay, what's wrong with you? Why you don't want to get married? She'll push, 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 and then a guy like me will back away. She saw the opportunity, and she tried to say, hey, I got the golden for JJ. I'm different from the other ones. I'll never do that. What you're scared of, I'll never do it. Just push them and they'll quick sell you. Now, one thing, ladies, I'll tell you. Any woman that quick sells is a red flag. That's a red flag. If I just meet you and in a short amount of time, that could be from the day I meet you for until the three month. If you quick sell the person that you're the best thing for them and you barely know them, you didn't do any research on the individual. And then you're saying, oh, let's just get married. Let's do that's a red flag. Because that essentially means you don't, you're willing to roll, you're willing to get with me because you see an opportunity. It's not because you know me or like me. You see the opportunity and you're trying to get on top, top of it. Yeah, you start love bombing, you start giving free sex. You start, this is where the free sex comes in. I'm different. I'm not like the other ones. The problem is nobody else has realized it, but I hope you're dumb enough to realize it in this short amount of time. Based on the amount of sex that I've given you and that euphoric nut that I have you bust on me, yeah, I hope you see it. So push, 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 push. That's a red flag. 
that's a red flag to men and men get turned off by that. They're like, whoa, you don't even know my credit report. You don't even know a whole bunch of things about me. And women will push for this. They will actually get the man. The guy will say, well, I'll take the deal. And then they'll find out he's crazy. They'll find out things about his past. And they were like, I found out all these things about him in his past. Because you tried to love bomb. You tried to push when you saw an opportunity. And then you found out and did your due diligence afterwards. And you look like a stupid, you look like an idiot. But the opportunity has to be there. And I don't know, man. I, I know people want to think that love, hope, strategies check in. If a woman doesn't see opportunity, she'll never love you. Never. Never. Give me a case where, <laughs> give me a case where that, that that's not true. Not my girl, coach. I want you to give it to me, and as you think about it, I'll do some contributions. Uh, but give me a case where what I said is false. A woman will love you for another reason. Like what? Oh, there's a wonderful clip. There's a wonderful clip before I go to the contributions. Let me see if I can pull this up. And uh, it's kind of buried on my locals. But uh, I think I can find it. It's about the um, the woman who was married to the guy, and they've been married for a long time, but he quit his job to become a pastor. All right, I got to find that clip. Let me see if I can find it real quick. And uh, this will kind of show you that she was about to fall in, out of love with him. She watched for a little bit to see him get on his feet. And uh, she was about to throw a monkey wrench in that marriage because the opportunity was about to go. Anybody know what clip I'm talking about? Yes. We're about to pull that clip up. So a couple people shared it. And uh, I think it was on Instagram. Boy, y'all be hey, locals is litty, by the way. Y'all need to get over on locals because locals, man, has some great content. I pull a lot of my content out of what people share on locals. So if you have stories to share with me, do not email me. Do not hit me. Go over to locals. And I think you can share without the pay side, but you can't. Oh, here it is. But you can't get my streams without paying, right? So let I found it. I found it. So this is a love by opportunity, potentially. Let me see if I can get the clip. Here it is right here. This is an older couple, older black couple. The bougies. Let's play it. Job was about 150 grand. In the 90s. In the 90s. Oh, you're rich, rich. That's fact. My base <laughs> salary was around 80,000. Oh, Jesus Christ, I had, Lord. Uh, Luke, all of that. Thinking about you were loving that lifestyle, wasn't you, Grandma Linda? So, what? You're going to really <laughs> love this. I came home anointed. And I told her, I said, the spirit of the Lord <laughs> told me to see, quit my job see, and see pass the full time. See that? I want somebody in and the you know audience what she told to me, say, you know what this what? preacher's daughter, the safety woman of God told me? What she said? She said, go back and talk to him again. I said, God did not tell you that. Uh-uh. God did not tell you that. I know That's a that fact. you are hearing from yourself. Because God want me to be able to shop and travel. What are you talking? All right. So right, right now. <laughs> so they had a loving relationship. Hafiz and his wife right here. Hafiz and his wife. They're in love. He had a job making 150 K, which in 1980 was equivalent to probably half a million dollars. Now he said, I'm quitting my job to open up a church. <laughs> she said, he said, God told me, God told me to quit my job to open up a church. And she said, uh-uh, oh no, 
I like shopping. I like my lifestyle. I like to travel. That's why I'm with you, fool. And that's you. It's close to the 600K. Shout out to Maury. Yeah, 150 in the 80s. You were a definitely a, uh, what they call a, um, a buppy. You were definitely a buppy. So they're making big bank. And she said, wait a minute. I'm not with you. For you, I'm with you because you had a job and you had a lifestyle. And you now want me to downgrade my lifestyle? I'm going to have to reevaluate my love right there in front of you, right there. And let's see how this ended up for this man. Obviously, they're still together. And let's see how it ended up. I had so many conflicted. You talked about what happened. <laughs> this kind of foolishness went on. Listen. Listen. And look at this normie right here. <laughs> okay, shout out to him. <laughs> he just a loving it. He just a cackling. Oh, my goodness. Brother, calm down, bro. It ain't that funny. This is some church humor here. But uh, anyway, take a look. She was like, this foolish is here. Wait a minute. I thought she loved him. I thought she loved him. And she did not love him in the end. She loved who he was. Let's play it. In our house. Well, he told me I'm quitting my job. I'm coming home. And I'm going to be a full-time pastor. I said, oh, 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 How many members you got? There you go, man. Dream killers right there, man. Dream killers. Dream killers. Brothers, this is it. When I say women love opportunistically, this is it. Wait a minute. God told you to do this? Oh, hell no. No. Now, listen, I don't blame her if she did take a role as a traditional wife and so forth and so on. Yeah, that's input that you're going to have to put out together. That's just part of a marriage. But there it is right there. There it is right there, guys opportunistic when the opportunity's gone she said i need to reevaluate my reevaluate my love i need to just reevaluate my love my love <laughs> oh no this ain't gonna work uh -uh. when you talk about adversity <laughs> oh, jesus think about it she figured mad all over again <laughs> listen we're getting ready to have some intense moments women love opportunistic I don't care what your my grand. I want to love like my grandparents love. I don't care how old you are. There's the proof. Women love opportunistic. She's like, we about to fall out of love. Now, what she did was she probably said, okay. Many women say, I'll give it a little bit of time. I'll give it a little bit of time. It ain't going to work. You ain't got no members. It's going to be bad. I don't know what you're doing. And apparently it worked enough. She's sticking around. She's the first lady of a church. All right. But she's like, I'll watch. I'll watch. And it probably popped off. And she said, okay, I'll stay. <laughs> I'll stay because the opportunity is still here. The opportunity is still here. And shout out to whoever that dude was interviewing. You were shuffling like crazy. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Their love is for sale. Who disagrees with me? It is time. If you disagree, let it be known. And we will bring your ass up. I know there's some disagreeers out here. I'll bring you up. Who disagrees with this? All right, let's get into these super chats. Hey, we got, uh, did I get JC? My apology video was the most sinister ever. Thank you. 
MC Hanster says, sitting up here eating cheese and crackers. The DS laugh. All right. What is that? JC says, get the man they deserve. Oh, the humanity. Yes. Oh, the humanity. The, I'll get the man I deserve. Unfortunately, they're sitting in the stands at NBA games, summoning and what do they call it? Manifesting their man. Oatmeal Danny, CGA, I have sinned. Give me that warm embrace song. Uh-oh, uh-oh. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Yeah. And I make it last forever. Oh, the dark side. Huh? I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to Charles P. Says Ryan Davis is known to be hanging with the Reading Rainbow in L.A. Uh-oh, Ryan. Come defend yourself. I don't know this to be true, but that, that's what he said. All right, I don't know this to be true. True. You want the dark side laugh, all right, sitting up there eating your cheese and crackers. Let me give you the dark side laugh real quick. Give you that music, too. Yeah. All right, shout out to no government name, Coach. There are a lot of examples of women loving men for them. Didn't Meghan Markle want Prince Harriet? For him and even save him from his family and his royal riches. <laughs> Let's give you that dark side laugh one more time. Yes, she did. Yeah, she went all the way over there to experience all that racism. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. We got a little bit of time. Uh, let me check PayPal and then we'll uh, see if there's any challengers. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, PayPal is good. Goody, goody. Uh, did you see? He says you you got the funniest gimmicks. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, um, uh, did you see that video of Andrew Tate's cars getting towed away? Damn, shit getting real. I know this is old news, but there was a video allegedly on YouTube uh, where they were covering it, uh, showing his videos getting towed. I'm like, damn. Let me see here if I can find it real quick. Let me see if I can find it. See if I can find it. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, I found it. I'm going to have to fair use this. Let's share it on the screen. This is fine, my guy here. This kind of makes it real because a lot of you guys don't know, man. This is some real shit. Y'all still think this is uh, YouTube. But let's show you this. Let's show you this part right here. I don't know. This might be old videos, but this is it right here. Uh, fair use. Weeks after police came for their owner, they returned for his cars. The power of a Ferrari paralyzed in the grip of a Dowdy police truck. Insurance against any future compensation claims from victims, but also a sign that investigators here are confident. Whatever the truth about life behind these walls, its secrets are now being scrutinized by investigators. This fleet of luxury cars, the toys of a successful businessman or the proceeds of a trafficking ring. Police raided seven more properties last week, including this villa owned use. by the Tates near the Carpathian Mountains. Neighbors say it was fully renovated last year with a swimming pool added. One neighbor, an electrician, says the builders asked him to help rewire the place. 
When they explained what they wanted, I told them that's way beyond what I know how to do. The house is extremely luxurious, with things that people like us can't even dare to dream of. All right, so um, now I, we don't get a lot of that news. Dracula's home area. Yeah, he was living around Dracula. I want to drink your blood. <laughs> Them Transylvanians. So um, here's the thing. We don't get those news clips. And somebody had that news clip up. Uh, trust me. For some reason, I don't know what happens. I get all the videos on the opposite side of Tate's argument, right? Like, if you defend Tate, for some reason, I'm getting the opposite videos. Like, anytime I, and of course, me clicking on it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, right? For some reason, then I get these videos, and then I look, and I'm like, wow. I mean, boy, the people who are defending him are in the minority, the significant minority. But with that being said, um, when you see this, it just gives it a reality check, right? It gives you the reality check. I know a lot of people say he potentially might be getting out today, all right, and all of this stuff, but it definitely does put a surreal, it's a surreal moment. It's a surreal moment because this is, um, these are the things that we saw in the background. Hold on for a second. You know what I mean? This is a surreal moment. These are his real vehicles. This is his real compound here. And, uh, you know, it gives it a sense of realness that, I might not have believed it until I saw it. You know what I mean? You see it and you go, wow, this is it. This is serious. And we knew that they count impounded them already. But when you see it and you see the security team, you know, we everybody's been saying it's a skit. He set it up. This is art imitating life. But when you see this, this is the media, real or fake. These are real police people. These are real people taking his property. And uh, these are real people here. Uh, somebody says, do you think he can recover it? What they're saying is, I don't know. They're saying that they already sold it at auctions. They already sold it at auctions. And see, that's his real, that's his real place. So this is real, man. Um, a lot of people think that it's not as real as we anticipate. And uh, but it's a big news story over there, and we're not getting all the details. I wish him the best in this fight. And the reality is, there's none of us can help him. None of us can help him. This is the this is how real it is. But somebody said he might get out today. I don't know. I don't know if that's more hope strategy. Let's see here. A couple super chats says, uh, why do BWs think they have a hotline to God up until it's time to submit opportunistic love is worse than by the hour love? It is. So, yeah, man. I think uh, never pay off your cards for that reason. Um, I think um, for, for some reason, if a woman loves you opportunistic, she doesn't love you for the um what do they call it she doesn't give you enthusiastic sex she likes you for you she likes you for that you guy right and that's you but uh when it comes to having sex they're gonna balk now they may not balk in the beginning but as time goes by you're gonna see if you fall in love with a woman that loves you for an opportunity and she somehow feels like oh, i just can't I just can't get into it. I've heard wives say, I just can't, I just can't get into the spirit, meaning she's not aroused by you. Women will be with you in a relationship and not be aroused by you. Please know this. And it's a it's a killer. It kills you inside. Yeah, the burning desire. If she doesn't have a genuine burning desire, like those women that looked at the basketball players in the stand, and you get with her. And then the opportunity goes and she just, I just can't. I mean, we got to reignite the spark. Give every excuse. 
you're going to be up shit's Creek. It's going to be worse than sleeping with a woman that you pay for by the hour. It's going to be worse. Way worse. It's going to be bad. And you're going to feel alone. You're going to be, you're going to, there's many men that feel alone in their marriage. Not only that, there's proof. You're going to be like that woman that went out there, that police officer that went out there and banged her whole police officer, uh, police department. And then the husband still stayed. Got to get out of those type of relationships. But uh, sisters do have a, a weird faith in the Lord. And it's only the only thing they follow when it comes to God. Because once God is, uh, once God is not looking, only God can judge them. They be out there doing the most debaucherous things. Nasty. All right, let me check the cash app. Yeah, the limit head chick. Uh, yeah, Deadly Edley, Hillary Clinton is a perfect example. One thing I don't, I don't disagree with is business relationships. So W, uh, uh, ten ninety nine relationships, or a woman that says, "Look." We are, we both have a talent. Let's link up and merge and we can be a power couple per se. We're not in a legitimate marriage. <laughs> okay. We're in a marriage that we bonded together. I see opportunity in you. You could be the president or I can encourage you to be the president. She's not the only first lady to push her husband into the presidency. And so um, Hillary Clinton saw a great opportunity with Bill Clinton and they created a power couple and it was a business relationship. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton had more girlfriends than Bill could ever have. Hillary Clinton had more girlfriends than Bill ever had. This is a legend. New, 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 new. But Zick is on it. Nancy Reagan did the same to Ronald Reagan. Nancy Reagan actually had the background, the family background of the political orientation. And she saw an avenue to push Ronald into the presidency. Thus, she switched him from an actor to push Ronald into the presidency. Many people don't know that. Uh, the, the Bush, uh, Barbara Bush was known to be one of the, the toughest matriarchs out there in terms of the first lady. And George had aspirations of being the president. George Bush, the senior, uh, George H.W. Um, and he also had the political connects. I will go into this deeper, but I don't want them to come after my head. But what is it? What is it to say? He had the connects. He was connected to the to the Nixon boys, all of the people who were the rogues that more or less hijacked the country. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But Barbara Bush pushed George into the presidency. Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt was very big in pushing Franklin into the presidency, and it is also said that. When Franklin was in his fourth term, FDR, Eleanor Roosevelt, when he got elected into his fourth term, Eleanor Roosevelt ran the office for a good month, maybe longer, until they hired, uh, until they got Truman onto the case, if I'm not mistaken, um, until they notified Truman. She ran the nation on FDR's sickbed. <laughs> So these are all things that are, there's been a lot of women that have been very prominent in the running of our country. In the running of our country. And so those are, and somebody says, what about JFK? <laughs> you all want me to get into it? Yeah, Barbara Bush was connected. She had a wealthy family influence. And then Bush was connected because he was, George H.W. Bush was connected because he was director of the CIA. He was director of the CIA. 
uh, during the time that um, I think it was post Ronald Reagan. Uh, I mean, post JFK. But he says, coach. So uh, these are things that people don't realize. The influence of the first ladies have been very big. And thus, a lot of these connections, a lot of these unions have been created for business reasons, for for political reasons and all of that stuff. <laughs> hey, I got the jammy right here, brothers. Hey, somebody. Hey, look, I got the jammy right here. I'm going to at least pop off a shot. <laughs> hey, somebody come through. Somebody keeps saying Big Mike. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was the CIA director in the 70s after. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but some people made some things happen and then a group of people kind of fell in line and got their roles and then people were promised positions. Never mind. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> um, how do I explain that to the normies? Somebody says Woodrow Wilson's wife ran the country after his stroke. It's real. He said, we're about to go night night. How do I explain people were promised jobs after what's going on with my shirt? I'll stop right there. I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Who is Big Mike? All right, let me see here. Shout out to uh is it Prinsu? Shout out to you. He says, uh, I don't like YouTubers that use sound effects at first, but you made it such an art out of it. The way you're weaving them through the comedy and your points. Shout out to you. I know sound effects can be sound effects can be quite annoying. All right. But I try to actually keep the volume good and weave it in and make my point. It drives the point home. Uh, it is what it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, they watching me, man. Why, why y'all want me to talk about Big Mike? I ain't bringing that up. I'm not bringing that up, but I know who it is. I know who it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, y'all want me to share some stories? Yeah, let's do. Y'all want to share some stories? Let me stop. All right, look. And with that being said, here I need to close the show off because they watching me. New, 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 new world order. All right, uh, they watching me. They like he knows a little too much. But by the way, all of this is public information. But I know most normies don't go into detail like this especially uh ladies did you guys know any of these things we're talking about they don't even know who we're talking about franklin roosevelt who <laughs> they're like who eleanor roosevelt ran the country when yes eleanor roosevelt before 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 yeah i'm gonna leave it alone before they dropped the bomb on nagasaki they had a plan right you know what i mean look drunk history by cga they had a plan FDR was in position. They planned it out. They had all the good scientists. They had they tested the bomb. They tested it. They tested it in very low locations, probably including Nevada. And then all of a sudden, they was like, we're going to roll it out. And then FDR went and he went to go take a dirt nap, right? He got sick. That created a problem. Not even the vice president knew about this secret. Not even the vice president knew about this secret the secret was they was just going to drop it on the uh people of japan okay so it was pretty much a surprise so then fdr's getting sick churchill's chilling over here joseph stalin's like what are we doing <laughs> you know they were all linked joseph stalin united states communism 
The Red Scare ended up afterwards, after World War II ended. This is all drunk history. You can connect the dots if you want. Joseph Stalin, Churchill's chilling. They're talking over here. FDR, what you going to do? Y'all not going to do nothing. Where is he at? Can't get him on the phone. FDR, where you at? He's sleeping. Wait a minute. He's taking a dirt nap. <laughs> and they're asking Eleanor. They're doing the little, uh, they're selling telegrams. They're doing Morris code. FDR is not responding, not responding to tech messages. So they're sitting there like, what we going to do? Well, it was the United States big deal. So the U.S. is like, uh, what are we going to do? Well, there's a transfer of power, meaning, <laughs> meaning if the president dies, the vice president becomes the president. Anybody knows that, right? Drunk history by CGA. I would, you can tell this while you're drunk. So the president dies. The wife doesn't get to take over. The vice president has to be notified. Immediately, like the trans, soon as the last breath, beep, soon as the last breath of the president, the vice president is automatically president. However, that might not have happened. There might have been a buffer period in which they knew he was a goner, but they didn't mention it. That was like, we'll keep this a secret. Why? Because we're in a full scale war. Can't actually have that, right? <laughs> All right. So um, we're in a full scale war. But what happened was they was like, well, we got to eventually tell. So they brought in Truman. Truman blind as a bat. He don't know what's going on. He like, what, 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 what? He don't know. We don't know. He don't know no information. He knows nothing. Eleanor Roosevelt essentially running the show for a short period of time. It could have been up to a month, maybe longer. So they bring in Truman. And they're like, well, you know, technically you're the president. And he's like, what? Like, he didn't know. He'd never seen FDR. He ain't never seen him in, like, months. <laughs> so they're like, well, we already rolled out this plan. We're going to drop the, the bomb on Nagasaki. We're going we to hit the A-bomb on them. Like, we're doing what humanity should never do to another person. So they roll him in. He don't know. He's like, we're going to do what? This is the equivalent this is the equivalent of uh, Joe Biden planning something, and then he kaputs, and then Kamala, they roll Kamala in. They roll Kamala in, like, hey, Kamala, this is what we're going to do. And she word salads her way out of it. She's clueless. What? <laughs> so Truman comes in. Okay. He he ain't got no real power. They, he was just off in the back, like uh, JFK would be uh, the, uh, the, the LBJ was in the back of JFK's president. They was just like, get him out of here. So he was chilling. They was like, you now the president and we're going to drop this bomb. He's like, okay. So Truman gets the credit. He also gets the blame as doing the unthinkable to humanity. Oh, the humanity. The unthinkable. I don't, I don't know if you guys know. The, the unthinkable to wipe out that many people with one drop. And not only did they drop one. They dropped two. Like the unthinkable, so much so. Yeah, this is a drunk conversation. This is drunk history. So much so that the countries got together afterwards and said, we'll never do that again to each other. We're going to make sure we never do that. <laughs> Whatever we do, don't do that. Like that's going above, that's going too far. Now, with that being said, Germany probably would have done that 
if we didn't raid their scientists like crazy, but it's <laughs> like what, like we, like this is where they say push the button. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, they were like, yo, y'all went too far with that shit. <laughs> and ever since then, the United States has been the world power. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Drug history by CGA. There will be a pop quiz after the show. Now, I know I missed some details. <laughs> I missed some details. It wasn't exactly how it went, but it was a little bit of drunk history, if you know. But that's what it was. So that was a very pivotal moment. And it came to the point where FDR was planning to do it. Of course, he didn't make it. Eleanor Roosevelt ran it for a period of time. Then they brought in Truman to say, this is what we're planning, sir. Okay. Kaboom. <laughs> and now we're worldwide power as a result, scaring the piss out of everybody. There was like these U.S. dudes. Imagine you're in another country and you think about America. <laughs> and you're like, America be wild and they'll drop Obama. You'd be literally like scared of G America. Worldwide, you like, they'll do anything. They'll wipe you out like Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Hiroshima. I'd be scared of America too. Like them dudes is crazy. Like, am I? For, for for a point of reference, if Russia would have done that, you think people would be scared of Russia? Forever, if they dropped the atom bomb on somebody, everybody will never let Russia forget that they dropped the bomb. So just think about that from another perspective. We're the ones that went all balls out. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so now we know other people got their hands on a what they call a nuclear weapon. And so now we have to have these treaties in this balance of nuclear countries. This is what they're fighting for right now, just so you know. All of this stuff, you can extend it back to these wars that I'm talking about. Now you have a balance of countries. It have to be a certain balance of countries that have them. Some countries can never get them. Like some countries would be like, we want some too. And they'd be like, nope. <laughs> All right. Iran is like, I'll take some nukes. And they'd be like, nope. no, you can't have any. Why? Because we don't trust you. You got to be the trusted people that have them. And then the other countries are like, but we want some. What's to protect us from you? Who's protecting us from you? We don't trust you. We need our own. North Korea be like, we want some. Nope. They'd be like, nope. So this is a real. <laughs> There's certain people that don't need them. And this is the whole. Listen, when you had the what? Weapons of mass destruction. See, these all things tie together. Weapons of mass destruction. U.S. said Iraq has weapons of mass destruction, a.k.a. nukes. All right. And so they raided them on that theory only to find out later. New, 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 new world order. They didn't have any. Mm. Ah, who cares about that? <laughs> all right. So drunk history by CGA. I know there was a lot on the context. I made it funny. And um, just so you know, a lot of these things are tied into a lot of these events. All right. Our world power is tied into the fact that in 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 the 42, we dropped nukes on Japan. Right. And somebody said they started it. Yeah, they did start it. But it is what it is. Uh, the What they dropped on us was not going to compare to what we dropped on this so much so that all the nations have vowed to never do that again. Albert Einstein, which was one of the contributors to that, said, I know that World War Three 
Um, she, he says, I don't, don't, I don't know what World War III will be fought with, but World War IV will be, will be fought with sticks and stones. All right, so that's kind of where that phrase comes from because uh, he knew that if we get to World War III, by the time we get to World War IV, humanity would be gone. Yeah. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> he said, they should, don't start no ish, won't be no ish. Yeah, I don't know what World War Three would be fought with, but World War Four will be will be fought with sticks and stones. That's according to uh, your boy Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein himself. Sticks and stones. Yeah, they're gonna be history normies gonna be like, "What's well, a matter of fact?" Yeah, history normies trip me out because I know as a history major, there's always two or three, if not five, views of history. Even people in history disagree, but there's going to be somewhere. Well, what you mistaken was the Gulf of Tonkin and Agent Orange. They're going to be in there. Well, there was Agent Orange prior to that. And Eleanor Roosevelt's cousin was lesbian. No, history normie's going to be all in here. Buck, buck. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, man, enough of this messing around, man. I got to get on with my day. And we're going to be back with money, uh, mil not millionaire mindset. That's probably going to be the next year. We're going to be back with the blue chip mindset. Uh, what has Canada been, been doing? Has Canada been involved lately? Paris Francis says, what did you say? He says something on the PayPal. The second bomb was <laughs> the second bomb was Vince Carter winning the slam dunk contest with the elbow in the basket. He says, shout out to my Nihojin equals Japanese and Japanese. My Nihojin. Nihojin. Well, Japan had the Pearl Harbor sneak attack, too. So that, you know. But women and children. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to wipe out women and children. No, tell me on that. All right. Uh, anyway, let me check this right here. Uh, last one says, did you see the school teacher, Wendy Dawn, who got deleted by a ninja she met in a dating app? It says she only knew him a week and the dating game is done for real. Wow. She only knew him. I'm going to check that out, too. Maybe we'll report on that. Nihojin. Okay, shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the history normies that are going to try to rip me apart in the comment section. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.